Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring down the Eastern Conference Finals Game 3 Showdown Slate between the Milwaukee Bucks and Atlanta Hawks. Super excited to watch this one, hoping we have a competitive game, unlike Game 2. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm also starting to make videos for PGA Daily Fantasy Sports. And I produce content for NBA Top Shot. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could, leave a five-star rating and review. That would help me out a ton. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com. An eSports package. It includes Call of Duty and CSGO. CSGO, we got slates every single day. Call of Duty, normally four times a week. And then I also offer an NBA package. Now, with the NBA package, you'll get the uh, PGA golf golfer data sheets for free. And also, I have breakdowns for, for the two-day slate uh, every single day on there. So it's like the you know Friday-Saturday slate or the Saturday-Sunday for NBA. Um, so that is also included as well as you know the showdown uh, general breakdowns. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So... This is your first time watching, or you're not familiar with Price Picks? There's a couple different ways you can play. The first way is uh, you take over under fantasy points. So Price Picks will play, post a bunch of players and their projected fantasy points, and you either take the over or the under based on how you feel, uh, or you can take over under on straight up points, straight up assists, straight up rebounds, straight up three pointers made. So um, and they they do have every single sport you can think of too. If you can mix and match sports. If you can do a couple of NBA, a couple of MLB. Uh, it's a nice change of pace, so if you guys want to try it out, inside can use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, link down below, you'll get a 100% match up to $100. So basically you put $100 in, you get a free $100 to play with. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for your continued support and all these videos, the live streams. I know, you know, as NBA season is winding down, I appreciate everyone coming to continuing and liking these videos, continuing to come in and check out the live stream. Um, it, it does help me out a lot, guys, so if you could... Hit that like button again, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos and you know when I go live. I will be live later tonight to break down uh, the showdown slate and then answer any questions you guys have. Um, all right, so before we talk about players and the prices for the showdown slate, we can quickly look back my up here from uh, Saturday showdown slate. So Saturday, no Aiden, no cash. Um, and unfortunate because I really didn't want to play... Well, I shouldn't say that. I liked Booker because I knew he'd be lower owned after back-to-back -back bad games. However, I preferred eight in point per dollar. It was just if you went Zubach and the captain, you had a lot of salary left over. And if I if I took out basically Booker and Terrence Mann and went Aiton, then I then I would have to be left in that mid range. I didn't want to choose from one of those wings, even though I think Mikel Bridges was in the winning lineup. I think he had like thirteen rebounds or something like a crazy outlier a game from him as far as rebounds go, but. So that was my reasoning of going to Booker and the fact that I thought he would be lower owned. He was only 58% owned. Once again, he struggled. Um, but again, with Chris Paul in the lineup, I'm, it's not super surprising because Booker, the floor uh, is a lot lower because of the peripheral stats, right? He only had two boards. Two boards, no assist. That's it, right? So he becomes a little bit more scoring dependent when Chris Paul is in the lineup. But yeah, that's it for luck back, guys. Um, hope you had a good night. Hope you guys, you guys got in the cash. And yeah, let's talk about this one. So 224 over under. The Bucks are five-point favorites on the road here. We'll start off the Milwaukee side. Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday at the top. Once again, I mean, Giannis, they have him listed as probable. I have no um, no worries with him. Should play in a competitive game. Should play about 40 minutes. He was on pace for about 70 fantasy points last game, and it was a massive blowout. So Giannis, very, very safe with upside. As I always say, you can make the argument to fade anyone. If you do fade Giannis, you, you lock in Middleton. You lock in Drew Holiday. Now, with Middleton and Drew Holiday, we have Middleton at 10K, 
Holiday at 9-6. Um, I mean, Holiday's been playing pretty well. He has 14-25 shooting game one, 9-14 shooting game two. Uh, Middleton, on the other hand, really struggled uh, game one. Was a little bit better game two, 6-13. You know, both guys have been up and down. I joke that, like, it was Drew Holiday in the first series that really took over. It was Middleton in the second series. Now it seems to be Drew Holiday again. Uh, Holiday, you know, it was $400 cheaper. I don't have a super strong take on these guys. I think Holiday might be slightly more popular for that reason. But really, it's almost a coin flip because both guys have shown an upside. We've seen 50, 60 fancy points from both. And we've also seen a floor from both Holiday and Milton of like sub 30 or like around 30 fancy points. So I don't really have a super strong take there. I do think Holiday might be a little bit more popular if that means anything. All right, now Brooke Lopez is 6-2, so we know... Obviously, he got benched game one. Played a lot better game two. Uh, did only play 23 minutes. Again, that was a blowout. Probably would have played about 30-ish in a competitive game. So, he's a fine play. You know, it's a decent point for a guy. But I don't love the price still, even though he had a better game last game. Now, uh, value options. This is kind of where I'm looking for value. This Milwaukee guys. Conton, Tucker, uh, Bobby Porter. So, Conton got in some foul trouble. Only played 13 minutes. I think we normally get, you know, 25-ish from him. He's obviously a guy that can knock down some shots. I think he's a fair value play. P.J. Tucker, again, as I always say, we never get excited about playing P.J. Tucker, but he should play over 30 minutes and is cheap. So, And he's gone for 14, 28, 15, 20 faints once the last four games. Again, playable, even though the floor is low. Now, Bobby Portis is a guy I really like. I was a little bit hesitant, like, yeah, maybe he, because he got burned defensively game one, that maybe they limit his minutes, but he went out and played 18 minutes. Um, I think we had around 15 from him, and he's a really good point for a guy, so... I do like Bobby Portis a good amount here for value. I'm not really concerned about him getting a DNP now. I think he's played really well both games that he has shown he deserves to be in this rotation. So I'm pretty high on Bobby Portis there at that price. Bryn Forbes is a contrarian value option. Don't hate it. Again, minutes, maybe 10 to 15. But if he plays really well, he could extend it a little bit. And he should come in at pretty low ownership as opposed to the other guys a little bit above him. And that's really it. Like, Fonses, again, might get a minute or two for defensive purposes. The rest of these bucks uh, don't come in unless it's a huge blowout. So, I mean, could you target some of these under-the-bench guys and hope for massive blowouts to get different in tournaments? Anything's possible. It's it's not a route that will be taken, though. Now, moving on to Atlanta. So, Trey at the top of 11-2. Obviously, busted last game. Did not have a good shooting game. And they got blown out. So, my take for this series is Trey Young has to have a good game. If Trey Young does not have a good game like he did game two, they're going to get blown out. So, you can definitely play for the blowout again if you do that. You probably just stack Milwaukee, right? You stack the big three of Milwaukee and then kind of go from there. Uh, but if, if Atlanta keeps this game competitive, it's going to be Trey Young. Like, I don't see a way really what, what we saw in game seven from Philly where he shot five of 23 and they, they actually win. Like, I don't see that happening against Milwaukee. So if you're playing for a competitive game, that means Trey Young most likely is going to have a pretty good game. So. I do like him at the top. I do think ownership will be a little bit lower than it should based on that last game. Again, I always talk about recency bias, right? He was low-owned here, went out, smashed. Then he got more ownership because that big game was a dud. Now, again, it's not going to work like that every single time. I just mentioned, like, the ownership swings after one game is real. It's real, especially in the showdowns. So, Trey Young, I think it's going to be lower-owned than it should be. If Atlanta keeps this game competitive, it's going to be a big game from Trey Young. I like Trey. Now, Collins and Capella, 8.8 and 8.2K respectively. A little bit more contrarian, but still guys that have upside. Now, for me, they're close in price to Middleton, too close in price to Middleton through Holiday, where I would give the edge there. However, John Collins, 
you know, he's probably got to be their number two on offense. With Bogdan dealing with that knee injury, um, he's really been their second best scorer recently. Um, he's a guy that probably gets close to double-double, and he's a guy that can block some shots. So I do have some interest in John Collins. Like I said, though, he is pretty close in price to Drew and Milton. I think I would give edge to one of those guys over Collins. However, I'm fine going to Collins for lower ownership. So I do like John Collins. I think I prefer him to Clint Capella. Clint Capella had a really big game, game uh, one, really struggled game two. Um, again, I think the upside is just a little bit high right now in John Collins. So would rather have Collins. Not saying Capella is completely out of play, but definitely a contrarian option. Let's see. Uh, Herder by Donovich. Gallinari. I just... I don't love the price points in these guys. Herder, 7-4. I do think we get 35-ish minutes from him with Bogdan still still dealing with the knee injury. However, again, the floor is somewhat low on him if he's not shooting the ball well. So right now, nothing more than a contrarian option. And Badanovich, I just don't think I can go there. It just He does not look himself at all. He's really struggling. He's also really struggling shooting. That knee injury is clearly affecting him. He's less as questionable. I think he plays, but he's just not himself. So I have a really hard time prioritizing Badanovich. Gallinari at 5-6, a little bit easier to get to him because of the price point, right? He's the cheapest of those three kind of wings, but I still don't love it. Um, I think we get around 25 minutes from Gallo, so in play because he's the cheapest of those guys, Bogdanovich, Herter, and himself, but still, I don't love the price point. Now, Reddish got there really because of the blowout. Um, I don't think he gets a ton of run in in, 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 in the game's close, so, and it's just like too, too expensive, too. 5K. I'm still going to pass in Reddish. Again, he got a lot of that, his, fan, his fantasy points in garbage time. And then Lou Williams at 1.8K. Should get around, you know, 12-ish minutes off the bench. Fair value because he's really, really cheap. Again, a guy that uh, can knock down some shots. Obviously, is a higher usage guy when he's out there. And Salma Hill at 1-2. Played 18 minutes last game. I mean, I think we probably get similar run. Um, now, he's not a good point from a guy at all, but he's really, really cheap and probably gets around 20 minutes. So he's in play for that reason. And, um, yeah, mentioned like, this is definitely a Stars and Scrubs build, right? There's just not a lot in the mid-range I love. There's the Stars at the top that we want, right? The big three from Milwaukee, obviously Trey. You know, you can make the argument for Collins, too. And then we went over those value plays um, that I think that's kind of where I, that's where I want to be for the show on site. So, that's going to do it for, for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you don't want to go live. Again, I will be live later tonight, so make sure to check the live stream, guys. Thanks again. Have a great day, and I'll see you all later in the live stream.